This is influencing the right way. Our goal is to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We're out here trying to make people's lives as healthy and as happy as we possibly can. And the only way we're gonna do that is if we take it as serious as a medical doctor does. All right, you are listening to Influencing the Right Way with The Viking. As always, I've got... Sarah Sloan. What up, girl? Hi. How's your evening going? Oh, it's been good. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right. Well, we'll let you guys know. I'm just going to tell you. All right. So we have shot so many of these like training videos and these other things like for for our work uh, because we got the camera crew here and we've been shooting podcasts like back to back. It is like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you asked me how I was, and I was like, "Do I, how do I explain this?" You might just tell the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Uh, but it's really important for us to like pack uh, things like this, like our podcast in like late at night, because we got to work all day long, right? We're like running companies all day. So I wish this is just what we did. Yeah, it would be really <laughs> nice if like all we did was podcast. But. Um, so, all right, let's clear it out. Let's state our intent. Let's talk about what this is about. The reason that we are doing this podcast, Influencing the Right Way, is because we want to help people influence the right way. What is the moral way? What is the correct way to do this? So, if you are a personal trainer, a gym owner, if you're an influencer online, if you work in the fitness industry, I want you to raise your standard about what it is that you do and how you view yourself in the fitness industry. You should view yourself as a medical professional. You are as important as a doctor. Mm -hmm. And not only to raise your own standard, but to raise everyone else around you. Yeah. Raise their standard. You should be the one pulling people up to the place where we all should be at viewing what we do as life-saving professionals. Mm -hmm. So if you view yourself as the type of person that's doing the right thing, share this. Share it on your social media, your Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. Talk about it with people. Let people know that you are the type of person that does view yourself as a medical professional. This is that serious to me. This is not a weekend job. This is not a part-time gig that I do. I fucking care about this stuff and let people know. Mm -hmm. All right, let's jump into it. We're going to find a problem in the fitness industry. We're going to solve it for you right now. What we got, girl? Okay. So, this one we titled, It's Only Weird If You Make It Weird, because I felt <laughs> like that was the most, like, fitting title that there is. Um, but specifically, the tactic of this one is called Calling Out the Elephant. Explain okay. to me what that is. All right. So, there's always in... When you're in business, right? You're, you gotta sell stuff. In life. Yeah, okay. In life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let, no, let, let's get specific here, okay. right? Uh, in business, right? There's like, there's just awkward things, like awkward conversations come up. You gotta talk about, you know, your product or your service, or you've gotta talk about the price of it, or you gotta talk about like intimate things if you're into fitness with men and women, mm -hmm. right? That are not always super comfortable. But just like the title says, it's only weird if you make it weird. Totally. Right. And the way you make it not weird is by doing actually what we did right at the beginning of this podcast. Call out the elephant in the room. Yeah. If you feel like there's, you know, something that's awkward, it's literally feels like an elephant in the room. You can, yeah. You can feel it. 
And or, you know they see it because if there's an elephant in the room, there's no hiding that. No. Like, you see it, I see it, like... We all know that it's there, but for some reason, most people, 99% of people, we just kind of, like, awkwardly let it be there and linger. Uh -huh. And then we're all like, um, all right, well, I'm gonna go. And, you know, <laughs> you do this, like, awkward, chunky, like, shuffle out. But... And anybody who's been in this situation, you've felt it where if you were just like, oh, that was weird. As soon as you said, oh, that was weird. Called it out. It was like pulling a pressure release valve. And everything goes, yeah. and it let the air out of it. And everybody went, oh, okay, that wasn't so fucking bad. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because awkward situations, no matter what, for a fact, are going to arise. Mm -hmm. And if you just, like are too awkward and let it sit in the moment, people don't want to be around that shit. Yeah. Right? You got to know how to deal with that. Yeah. So take me through something here. So specifically in the fitness industry, again, we'll get specific with this. You'll have to call out a ton, a ton of things to make sure that people know exactly where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? Like if you have a certain purpose behind your program or whatever it might be, However you approach it, people automatically think you're trying to sell them something. Always. Always. It's like a car salesman. Mm -hmm. You just like automatically assume that ah, they just want something out of me. They want money out of me. They want to sell me something out of whatever it is. And so you have to know that because they know that. And then you have to call it out to relieve that pressure. Yep. So literally just say, hey, I'm not trying to sell you on anything. I genuinely want you to see results after this. If you genuinely want, gen yeah. First, yeah. you gotta start there. We always, we always do that where we got where we have to like jump back and qualify. This whole thing is only predicated on if you actually are a good person and you want to get people results. Yeah, that's okay to want to get people results and make money, but you, you have to have the first one first. Mm -hmm. You've got to care about other human beings genuinely deep down. Like when somebody doesn't hit their goal, that's got to make you upset. Yeah. It's got to, it's got to bother you. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, then this ain't the right line of work for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there there are really two reasons why someone wouldn't go through with a sale, mm -hmm. right? Um, one, they didn't see value in it because they just thought you were trying to sell them on something and like, I don't really need this. You just want me to buy it. Mm -hmm. Or two, you babied out because you didn't want to do a sales pitch and sound salesy. Exactly. Yeah. You balked it is yeah. what normally actually ends up happening. And the only solution to both of those is to call it out. Yep. Hey, it's going to sound like I'm trying to sell you something right now. Or maybe it's like, I only want you to see results and I, you experiencing these things. This is a solution. Mm -hmm. The solution is going to be your product, your program, whatever it might be. Yeah. And this, so let's actually widen it up. Uh, when you're talking to people about whatever it is, your product, service, and all that good stuff, you know, you can, if there's a hard conversation to be had, say that, like, hey, there's a really difficult conversation that I know, like, I haven't communicated correctly with you. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a little tough, but we need to do it, right? And we, we do this a lot at our work. Apply this to, like, your personal relationship with your significant other, right? There's always going to be issues, right? You're not going to get along with somebody 100% of the time. It's absolutely impossible. But we all know this thing when like something about that person bothers us and we don't want to be mean. Mm -hmm. We That's what the feeling is. Like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And so you don't say anything and then it festers 
and then it grows. And then before you know it, you're fucking flipping out because they left the toilet seat open. It wasn't the goddamn toilet seat. It was that they have been bothering you endlessly about traveling to see their parents and you hate their parents. And now after six months, you fucking blow up on them because of a toilet seat. Yeah. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. But had six months ago, you had a conversation and be like, hey, I know this is weird. When we hang out with your parents, I just... I don't like being with them. They're so rude to me and it really bothers me. And I want to be able to spend time with your family because I know it matters to you. So we just need to talk about this. Yeah. Now you just saved yourself six months of headaches, right? From having one tough conversation, tough conversations, awkward conversations. You got to know how to dive in them. And it always starts by stating that it is totally calling it out, calling it out and bringing that back to fitness. Mm -hmm. um, you might have even people on your clientele, your customer base, whoever it might be, who you have to have tough conversations with too. Like if your goal is to get them results and they've been with you for however long, few months, even longer than that, and they haven't seen any, mm -hmm. like call it out. They, they know it for a fact. They look mm -hmm. in the mirror every day. You know it. Why isn't anyone talking about it? And I'll tell you what, as soon as we start applying this, like I probably call the elephant in the room nine or 10 times a day. Yeah. And I will literally say like, hey guys, gotta call the elephant in the room real quick. Uh, because so many times it happens where like, you know, we're all working towards the same goal, right? You're trying to get in shape. I'm trying to supply the system so that way you can get in shape. Something's getting in the way of that happening. Mm -hmm. The customer doesn't want to say it because they're frustrated. I don't want to say it because it makes me look bad or something, yeah. right? But just call it out every single time in your life that you call out the elephant in the room. It actually makes your relationship with that person closer. Yeah. It makes it better. It's just tough to get over that initial jump. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a little secret that like, this is a tough one for people. At the beginning when I, when I said, the reason you don't want to have tough conversations is because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. That's not true. That's a story you're telling yourself. The real truth is, I don't want them to not like me. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. You don't give a shit about their feelings because if you gave a shit about their feelings, you would tell them. You'd tell them the truth and you'd have an honest conversation with them and you would make their life better. It ain't about them. You're fucking lying to yourself right now to try to play this game like you're the good guy. You gotta apply severe humility. This is about you and your ego. Mm -hmm. And that needs to go out the door. You know what? Maybe this person is gonna hate me. That's totally fine. But what's best for them is me. What is best for that client is all that I care about. We state this so often on this podcast is that you have to care about them more than yourself. You have to care about their results and about where they're going. Yeah. And if you do, that is going to break this area right here of these awkward conversations. Totally. And um, we talked about, a lot about trust on one of the previous episodes. And um, this is also another tactical thing that you can do to gain trust, right? Like yeah. if you are going to have a tough conversation, if you're going to sell someone something, they're not seeing results, regardless of what the, the elephant you're calling out, mm -hmm. when you do that, you will notice that their defense wall, like, doesn't come up because they know what's going to happen. Yeah. And if they didn't know what was going to happen, that's when they're like, they get oh, all defensive. Oh, yeah, and they freeze. They, yeah, they squeeze their butt a little bit. <laughs> and actually, guys, I'm going to give you the best dating tip of your entire life right now, Okay. <laughs> If there's a girl that you find very attractive, coming up with schemy little funny ways to hit on her, sure, that, you know, kind of works sometimes, maybe, especially if you're young. Uh, but really, a great way to go about it is, hey, 
I think that you're really, really pretty. I just want to let you know, I would love to take you on a date. Be upfront, state your intent right from the get-go, and let them know what you want. Yeah. Right? Even before that, call it out more. Say, I know this is really random and you don't know me, but (laughs) then they're like, oh. Yeah. But But if you do that, if you state that intent like right off the bat, you know, it gets rid of like, like, so you go up to a girl and you're like, hey, so like, what are you doing here? You know, and then it's like, are you, are, you, are you just asking? Like, are you trying to be my friend? What is it? Like, clear it up right from the get-go. No, no one thinks that. They're like, what do you want from me? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to? You... Girls know this. <laughs> like, the guy comes up and is like, hey, how's your day going? And they're like, oh, my God, I got to deal with this fucking weirdo for like 10 minutes before he leaves. Okay, yeah, I'm having a great day. Dad, talk to me a little more, Right. But if you just cut right to it, there's only two things that are going to happen. One, she's going to say, sure, actually, you seem like a nice guy. Let's go on a date. Or number two, she's going to go, I'm sorry, you're just not my type. And either way, it's a, win. it's a win because you got right to the answer. Would you rather muddle around for, I don't know, a year sending stupid DMs to her that don't do anything and getting nowhere? Ask the question. She says no. Hey, you know what? No problem at all. I think you're really pretty. I'll talk to you another time. Boom, you're done. Now you can move on to the next thing. Yeah. It's so easy. But it's like we just don't want to get that little bit of butt hurt of when they say no. Again, because we want to protect our own. We want to protect our own ego. Yeah. Okay. But let's actually, let's get uh, into detail real quick about with customers. So there's another step in here of it's, uh, of calling the elf in the room. Like I said at the beginning, you're a medical professional. There are certain things that you're going to have to have a conversation about that are going to be awkward. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're changing what a person's eating, you're going to have to talk about poop. Like, you know, if something is hurting their stomach, if it's giving them gas, if it's making them uncomfortable and bloated, you got to be able to have those conversations. And a lot of times, I see this a lot, women will like not say anything, Mm -hmm. right? You got to be the one to break that barrier. Hey, I'm going to have a super weird conversation with you right now, but we got to have it because I want to make sure, you know, you're not eating what's on your meal plan and I want to know why. Does it not taste good? Is it upsetting your stomach? What is the issue here? And then they, you got to get them to be honest with you about it. Yeah. Same thing. Women comes into the, woman comes into the gym. We got to talk about your menstrual cycle. When you're on, when you're off, you got your body fat test done and it showed that you're retaining a bunch of water. Oh my God, I'm, uh, well, are you premenstrual right now? What's going on? What else, you know, are you eating this or that? You have to be able to have those open dialogues and the way you break it every time is calling the elephant in the room. Hey, this is weird. I'm going to talk about your menstrual cycle, but you know what? It's because I fucking care about you and I want to get your results. And I want you to put yourself in that position and actually view the difference between two things. One... You have a conversation with someone and they're like, oh, I'm retaining a lot of water, blah, 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 blah. And then the person's response is, oh, are you on your period right now? Yeah. That's like still direct and to the point and whatever. Mm-hmm. Imagine now if they said, okay, I have a couple of questions. Some of them are going to be weird. Bear with me. It's only because I want to get to the bottom of this. Yep. And then you ask them the same exact thing. You calling out that elephant makes it so much better. Now it's totally palatable. It's fine. Like if you're I'll just having with a conversation with a female and all of a sudden you're talking about her uterus, it's like, what, 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 what just what happened? What am I doing? Yeah. yeah. But if you prefaced it, exactly like you said, hey. Bring that wall down. Yeah, we, we just have to have a couple of awkward talks so that way we can get to the, real, the, real, the real solution here. Then they go, 
oh, they don't want to just talk about my period. They just actually want to give me results. And that just happens to be one thing in the line of questioning we got to go over. Yeah, totally. So you can see how powerful this is because it just cuts through all the bullshit every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's actually a second psychological point to this that I didn't realize until a little bit later. If you consistently use this with your customers, you actually train them to be the same way. Hmm. They expect the same thing in that candor with you. There's a lot of times that customers are, you know, like they may be upset with the way that something happened or they don't like the way that something worked. And you can't be in their head, Mm -hmm. right? But if you have done this with building that up, them up to try to find, you know, the problems they're having, the hot button that there is, the solutions you need to set for them, then they're able to come to you and be like, hey, I know this is super weird, uh, but I got double charged on my last, uh, on my last billing thing. Yeah. Like, is there something that went wrong or what, what's going on? Now they are able to break the break that uh, uh, ice with you. Yep. And that's so important because... Then they're not like, again, six months down the road, pissed mm-hmm. at you for nothing, yep. and then quit. And one, don't see results with you. And then two, they're not your client or customer anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, I know you may be listening to this and thinking like, oh, well, this just sounds like open communication. It is. But let me tell you the power of naming a process. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, inside of our whole company that doesn't get a name. And when you give something a name, it gives it power. Because let's say if this is like, you could just say all these things that we're teaching are just like quality communication, yeah. right? The thing that we're talking about with the hot button or you know, transferring responsibility or this right now calling the elephant in the room, this is just open and honest communication. But when you say that, it's like this vague, big bubble. And everybody says like, Oh, you know, I just tell it how it is. That's what everybody fucking... I'm really good at communication. It's yeah. like, that's a big topic. Yeah, everybody on the internet now is, uh, uh, I don't care what people think about me. I do and say whatever I want. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't, you lying sex shit. Actually, I don't think that people that say that are lying. I think they actually don't know how much they really do care yeah. because they wouldn't be telling people how much they cared if they didn't care. So there's a feedback loop there. Anyway, not the point of what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but this right here, when you just say it's like, oh, you got to be a better communicator. Like you, you tell you know your client or your girlfriend or whatever, like, hey, we need to communicate better. Without a tactical step to take... Mm-hmm. Things get very frustrating. And I mean, that this is like from a managerial level. I mean, from actually like managing a large group of people now. When you tell somebody like, hey, you know, you just, you need to do better. There's no step for them to take and they can't improve. You're frustrated because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're frustrated at you because they don't know what to do. And what's funny is like, let's say one of my employees they want to work hard. Yeah. Your client, they want to go to the gym and work hard. Everybody actually deep down is motivated to be the person who gets in there, does the work, and is like proud of what they've accomplished with their body or their work or whatever it is. But if they don't have a step to take, that's where they're just like looking around frustrated like, fuck, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And then they feel bad for not following through on the workout plan or whatever it is. And then they hide and scurry away. They hide and scurry away. 
But again, giving it this name, calling the elephant in the room. Makes it a real thing. It's tangible. And like I said, I do it nine or 10 times a day because I actually think, oh, I got to call the elephant in the room right now. I say it. And then I, I do it because it's an actionable step that I know I got to do. To communicate better. Exactly. All right, guys. We had a problem. We gave the solution. I feel it's amazing. It's only weird if you make it weird. <laughs> it's only weird if you make Seriously. it weird. Just don't make it weird. Just don't. don't do it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I genuinely appreciate it. If you know that there's somebody out there, right? I, obviously, you're listening to the podcast right now. So you're improving yourself. You're getting better at these skills. If there's someone out there that you know that is running a fitness business and they're up in the struggle, they are swimming upstream and it is tough, send this to them. Help them out. Give them a helping hand and give them these tools so they can be successful as well. Because again, our game here is not to like make our company worth a gajillion dollars or to just help one or two people. I'm giving this out open and free to everybody because I want to raise the standard of what the fitness industry is. And that's only gonna happen if everybody gets this information and start applying it today. All right, thank you guys for listening. We will catch you next time. Bye.